I feel like if you had to pick your top five least favorite NFL teams, I feel like the Patriots would be on everybody's list with Tom Brady, not them now, because I don't know, but we'll see. Hey, everyone. My name is Ashley Gibbs, and I'm your host of another episode of Not Your Average Cheerleader. That's right. Here we discuss everything NFL football related from the players to the game to the injuries to even the contracts. So sit back, listen in from a female perspective who secretly loves the game. And let's dive into this conversation and get started. Hey, 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 hey. Welcome back for what is the fourth episode. I'm so happy, y'all. Thank you for the 30 views or listens. Wow, this is not YouTube. The 30 listens that I've gotten so far, I appreciate it from all over. I mean, I'm, I found there's a lot of listening going on in Texas. I don't really know anyone out there except like one person. So thank you. Um, but hey, if you like the first three episodes, you like this episode, leave a comment, leave a question. Let me get back to you because God knows my opinion sometimes can be a little bit nuts. So it's going to cause for a great dialogue and I'm sure it will keep going. And also subscribe because, well, we want to keep the conversation going and keep it interesting, right? Right. So let's dive in. This episode is going to be about, of course, the NFL season opening for 2020. We're looking at week one. I'm going to make some predictions because God knows I've never made a prediction before. To be fair, I've made predictions in the past seasons. And there have been times I was right. Okay? I was right. So I'm going to make some predictions on week one. And then I'm going to actually list off my top five least favorite NFL teams. That's right. And I have reasons why I don't like those teams. So I'm going to dive in. Let's get started. Let's get this started, y'all. That I'm never going to do that again. I'm sorry. I'm never going to do that again. Ever. I'll probably just come up with something different. All right. So looking at week one, okay, NFL season, let's assume, you know, you know, God forbid that we finally come out of this quarantine, states are reopening, we're able to safely host an NFL game and fans are allowed to attend. This is my hope. This is my dream. This is my wish. And we look at this week one schedule. I'm not going to lie to you. You got Texans versus the Chiefs. You got the Jets versus the Bills. You got Packers versus the Vikings. You got the Dolphins versus the Patriots. <laughs> you got the Bucks versus the Saints. You guys, this week one schedule, of course, there's more teams. Those are just the ones I pointed out because I feel like those are going to be like the key important games that everybody's going to be paying attention to. But let's start with Texans versus the Chiefs. I heard that this is like a revenge game. They have like this weird rivalry going on between them. Because I guess you have to look at where the Texans lost to Kansas City in the playoffs last year. And they were leading that game by 24 points. And then Patrick Mahomes did his thing, came back, and, well, he destroyed it. So (laughs) Texans are like 2020 redemption. I mean, at the end of the day, I keep asking, is Kansas City the new dynasty? Because we only know of one team that literally won the Super Bowl, then turned back around and went again, then turned back around and went again. And that was Tom Brady and company. So I don't know if Patrick Mahomes and them can do it again. I don't know if they're still riding the high, the honeymoon moment of winning the Super Bowl. But I don't think Texas, the Texans are going to just let it slide. I think they're going to give this first game all they got because they're coming off of that fever of we could have been there. That could have been us. Um, and it didn't happen that way. So we're looking at again, that 
revenge game. And I'm going to be watching because, well, <laughs> that's what I love doing. Watching and critiquing and throwing in my two cents that does not matter. Or does it? Ha <laughs> ha. So in looking at that, we're going to go straight over to the Jets versus the Bills. Okay. Now I want to say this. The Bills shocked me a lot last season because they came out of nowhere. Remember, we never talked about the Bills. Like we never talked about them. Like we didn't talk about them because they weren't a good team. But then all of a sudden they just started winning games. I have a coworker, um, shout out to Andrew. I have a coworker who he is a diehard Bills fan. Win or lose, he is a fan. He wears their t-shirts, their jerseys. Like when he goes back home in that area, he's a diehard Bills fan. And he's like, this is going to be the season, Ashley. He said this a couple times around. I'm like, yeah, sure, no. And then it turned out, I was watching posts because I don't work with him anymore. I was watching posts that he was putting up, you know, shouting out the Bills. And I was like, you know what? That was like that little clap. And, you know, and they're just like, yeah, you know what? Well done. Well done. Not a bad season, Bills. So it's interesting to see what the Jets are going to do because the Bills beat the Jets after overcoming a six point, 16 point deficit last season in a, in a really kind of high-end game. I mean, there were some good games last year between teams you never thought were going to have good games where you were like, which side do I honestly pick? Do I go for the Bills or do I go for the Jets? Like, I don't even know, but they they killed it. I'm going to keep my eye on the Bills this game, y'all, this season. Because I have a feeling they're going to sneak up. They're going to be that team that you're going to be like, hmm, where are they going? Are they trying to go to the Super Bowl? I feel like they're trying to go to the Super Bowl. So keep your eyes out for the Bills. They have a pretty good offense. I've seen some great performance from them last season. Um, we're going to take a look at their team in the long run in a couple more episodes. So just keep your eye out. The, I call them the sneak tip teams. The sneak tip teams are the teams that they are under the radar, flying under the radar, and they're performing well, but no one's really focusing on them because we're looking at the primetime teams, but they're going to sneak into the playoffs and we're going to be like, wait, hold on. How did you get here? Let me go back to the highlights. Now I understand. So I feel like the Bills is now one of those teams versus before we never talked about them like at all. And then you have the Packers versus the Vikings. So we talked in an earlier episode about Aaron Rodgers. We talked about, you know, the NFL draft, how they drafted Love as a backup quarterback for Aaron Rodgers and, you know, how that probably made Aaron Rodgers feel, you know, not so great. But it's the Vikings is another sneak tip team. I think that they have strong moments. I think it all depends on who they really rely on a little bit of a running game. Um, I'm really interested to see how they transition that and turn that around versus the Packers, who honestly don't have too much of a strong running game, of course, because you got Aaron Rodgers who's throwing the ball. And if he gets that moment, that movement in the pocket to put all his weight on his back right leg, it's going down there. And nine times out of 10, who's ever down there is going to catch the ball from his team. So they have to watch out for that because if the offensive line holds that other defensive line appropriately and Aaron Rodgers gets that time to, you know, send out Christmas cards, make cookies, bake a lasagna, and then throw the ball, then yeah, it's it's going down. It's going down. So the Packers have more talent, of course, versus the Vikings. I think it's still going to be a challenging game. I think it's something that the Packers are still going to have to pay attention to. They have to come out the gate strong because they had, again, those moments where in the preseason kind of style into the regular season, they were playing pretty decent, pretty well. And then as soon as you enter postseason playoffs, nobody was looking for them to do anything. It was like, oh, okay, we could win this game. And that's how I felt 49ers, whatever. But 
they've proven that in the postseason, they don't perform all that well. So I'm really hoping that they come out strong, they maintain that agility, and then they get into the postseason again and kind of show us something different. I think Aaron Rodgers feels like he kind of has to because them drafting Jordan Love says a whole lot. Maybe, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. So then we have the Dolphins versus the Patriots. Now I laugh because I was watching this video, of course, of one of my favorite slot receivers. I won't say his name because I've said it already too many times. And he was like, I don't know what it is. We always lose when we go to <laughs> when we go to play the Dolphins in Miami. But they're coming to you. So I feel like you can do well with this. This is your chance to break that. Now you don't have Tom Brady. You don't have a lot of weapons anymore. We still don't understand what Belichick is doing with that offense. The defense probably going to perform very well, and they're probably going to rely on their defense to win some games. However, I take a step back and digress because the defense can do everything they possibly can. But if your offense isn't scoring any points, guess what? Once the offense on the other team figures out how to maneuver around your defense, that's a that's a dub. It's done. Like it's capped. So as far as I'm concerned. They're going to need a whole lot more than just Stidham and White and Edelman out in that field. They need to, I wonder what magic Belichick's going to come up with because the truth of the matter is some of those players did look great because they had a great quarterback and they all looked great together. And everybody's talking about, oh, he's going to go ahead and just go with Stidham, who's, you know, just starting out in his first, you know, postseason, like, game, you know, primetime game. I'm like... When I heard that, like, okay, Belichick's like, this guy has talent. He probably does, but in the preseason, you took him out because he threw four interceptions last year. Sorry. So, I don't know. I I don't have a lot of faith in what's going on over there, you guys. I'm really, I think we're all just going to be watching to see if it's going to be a train wreck or not. We're all going to be watching because we're going to see what Belichick can do without Brady. That's why we're all going to be watching. Whether you like the Patriots or not, whether they're in your top five least favorite team, you're still going to watch. Because if it's a train wreck, you're going to be like, finally. But then you're going to be like, damn, they were great because of Brady. So teach his own, right? So again, Dolphins versus Patriots. That's coming out September 13th. I didn't name any of the dates. I'll run back through the dates for y'all before I close out. Um, But September 13th, first round, Patriots beat the Dolphins last year. Y'all remember that? 43-0. Second round. (laughs) (laughs) the Dolphins beat the Patriots. I was watching and I was like, what the beep is going on? I was just like, mom, did the Dolphins really just beat the Patriots? What happened? How did you go from 43 to zero in the first game to losing in the second game? I'm confused. I'm so confused. I'm confused because that makes no sense. So again, and that was when they had Tom Brady. That was when he had Tom Brady, y'all. They had the GOAT. Now, they have a super, super duper rookie and they had to revamp their entire offense. So we're all going to be watching this game. I know I will. So I'm curious to see where that's going to go. Now, Bucks versus Saints, the most talked about game right now of the upcoming season. Drew versus Tom, 40 years old plus on each side of the offense for both teams. That was me giving my cool intro with no cool music behind me. But It is like it's the most talked about game right now because one, there's so much pressure on the Bucks, so much pressure on Tom Brady. There's so much pressure on also to Drew Brees, who signed his additional contract. So you got Drew versus Tom. Both have shown at some point in their careers some super elite performance. There's also debates that Drew Brees has a more elite performance right now, according to the last season, than Tom Brady. I want to hear your thoughts. Do you think, I'm going to pose this question, do you think 
Drew Brees is more of an elite performing quarterback according to the 2019 season. Do you think he outperformed Brady? Let me know. Leave a comment. Send me a, a comment alert off my website. I will dig into that. So, I mean, personally, I'm scared to answer that question. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to wait. I'm going to see if somebody if somebody leaves me a comment, then I'll give you my answer. That's going to be my that's going to be my bet. Bet. All right. But they're both 40 plus in age. Okay. So uh, that's that factor. It's not young versus old. There's none of that. They're kind of equivalent there in age. And Drew Brees, he has more passing yards and touchdown um, passes as well. So he actually outranks Brady there. But Brady has lower interceptions and he has more wins. So it says a lot. I think I think in a team aspect, Brady somewhat outperforms Drew Brees. But I think as a quarterback, single-handedly, sometimes Drew Brees can outperform Tom Brady. I'm going to say that. I'm going to leave that right there. I'm not saying anything else. I'm going to wait for the first comment to drop on whether Drew Brees, 2019, I'm only talk about 2019. We're not comparing whole careers. 2019, is Drew Brees a better elite performing quarterback than Tom Brady according to the 2019 season? Leave your comments. I'll wait. And then in one of the upcoming episodes, I will give my answer back if someone leaves a comment. If you don't leave a comment, you're never fully going to know what I think. And now don't even try whoever's out there listening to this like, oh, but she really always talks about the Patriots or she never really says anything negative about the Patriots or Ashley loves Julian Elman. No, we're not talking about that here. I'm talking about actual real football according to the 2019 season. I have my thoughts, but I'm not going in yet. So just know those stats, they're paying close attention in that game because, of course, Tom Brady left the Patriots. You're talking about his long run with a winning team, six Super Bowls. I really think he's going for seven, and I really think he thinks he can do it with the Bucks. They have weapons. But at the same time, Drew Brees knows how to perform. He has a great passing arm. He was right up there. When it came to passing yards, him and Tom Brady would go back and forth, and Aaron Rodgers would kind of float in there just a little bit, but not too much. And so you're kind of putting two kind of – 10-year style quarterbacks against each other. This is why this is the most talked about game. Both have something to bring to the table. Both have a ton of pressure on them. It's like Drew Brees is not going to let the Bucks come into their house and beat them. Like, no, that ain't happening. But then Tom Brady's like, I can't start off this game just losing, all right? I'm going to give my predictions in a minute. But you, you got to understand. You got to understand. There's a lot of pressure riding on that game alone, right? All right, so now that we're done looking at some of the highlight team face-offs for week one, I'm going to go back and give my predictions of who I think will win. And I'm making a bet with myself. I have one chance before the first game airs to change my predictions. And if I change it, I have to change it for every last one of them. So hopefully I don't have that feeling. Like, I hope I don't wake up in the middle of the night. Like, should I change my predictions of what I thought? Because everybody's going to be like, you were wrong about all those games, Ashley. No. So I'm only going to do the games that I talked about on here. Okay. If I feel like adding something in there, I will later because I'm that person. But Texans versus the Chiefs, September 10th. I'm giving it to the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to win. I think they're going to land in the 20s somewhere. I think it's going to be a good run. I think the Texans are going to come close, though, probably with at least within either a field goal or a touchdown. Um, Jets versus the Bills. I honestly think that game is what? September 13th. I think it's going to be the Bills. I think the Bills are going to show out. I think they're going to run under the radar again this season. I think they're going to creep like they did last season. 
Um, but I think honestly, it's going to be another good game. I hope everybody's training. It's COVID-19 really knocked some things out. And a lot of these football players been sitting at home chilling. So it's going to be interesting to see how that is. Packers versus the Vikings, September 13th. It's going to be the Packers all the way. I feel like Aaron Rodgers low key feels like he has something to prove. So he's going to come out. He's going to show out. He's going to work hard kind of maybe to show the rookie how it's done. Um, I'm predicting maybe around the teens, if not the kind of, you know, low twenties for their score. Dolphins versus the Patriots, September 13th. I'm, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm afraid to say my answer, y'all. I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. I feel like somewhere out there, someone's going to curse as they're hearing this. And then I'm going to get a text message or an email. But I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. I don't look. I'm, I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. I still think it's going to be a close game. I do because I think Belichick got some stuff up his sleeve. He's the GOAT of coaching. So I still, still think it's going to be a close game, y'all. I still do. I think it's going to be really like low, like maybe like 7, 13, 10, somewhere around there versus each other. And then the Bucks versus the Saints, September 13th. <sighs> Why is this so difficult? Oh my gosh. I'm literally making these answers up as I go. I did not plan this, y'all. I'm going to be very honest with you. I'm looking at my piece of paper with all my stats and stuff, but I'm literally taking my educated guess as I'm sitting here and it's tough. Dang it, man. <laughs> Just, ugh. Mmm. I'm going to give it to the Bucks, okay? I'm going to give it to the Bucks. I'm going to feel like Tom Brady feels like he's got something to prove and he's going to give it all he got. But I feel like Drew Brees is not going to let up. I feel like it's going to come down to that fourth quarter. I think it's going to push all the way to the fourth quarter and the Bucks are going to win it by like the skin of their teeth. Um, so that's going to be my predictions. I may change one or two right before the game starts and stick to it, but that's it for that, that week one schedule. Let me know what you guys think. Leave your comments on that one. Let's transition over to my top five least favorite NFL teams, okay? Thought long and hard about this, kind of, maybe, a little bit. I thought long and hard. And it's going to be top five, starting with number five. Number one is like my least, least favorite. Can't stand them. They get on my nerves, and I'm going to go down the, down the line. Starting with number five, the Bears. I, I feel like the Bears were, you know why I don't like the Bears? Okay, I'm going to say this. I don't like the Bears because they were such a dynamite team at like the beginning of like when the NFL was founded, started. They had some elite players come off their team and go into the Hall of Fame. And it's like they just dropped off. Like, what do you, what do you really hear about the Bears? I need them to come back strong. I need, my mom mentions them all the time because that was her time. Like, I, that's why that's the only reason why I like the Bears. I feel like they have so much potential, and then it's just like, oh, okay. Number four is the Eagles. Sorry, not sorry. I don't like the Eagles, mainly because they beat the Patriots in that Super Bowl game, and they ain't been back to the Super Bowl since. And I'm like disappointed that they the Patriots even lost that game. I don't know what happened. I was just like, wow, are we playing like we just don't care, or we're just gonna give up? So I, I don't know. I just feel like the Eagles. I don't like them. I just don't. And it's mainly because of that, that one game that I just decided at that moment, I didn't like them anymore. Number three <laughs> is the Browns. I don't like the Browns. And I, I pray to God I'm right about this. I don't like the Browns because of, um, what's his name? Well, I've been talking about him all 
day. Their quarterback. Where's my phone? Because their quarterback, I'm not even kidding, ticks me off every time. Like, you, okay, let me go into this. Let me look up. Brown's QB. Here we go. What's his name? Yes, Baker Mayfield. I don't know why he's something. That's how much I don't like him. I forgot his name, y'all. I don't like Baker Mayfield. I don't like him because I feel like he had all this potential. And I just feel like he's lazy, you guys. I'm sorry. I feel like he's lazy. I'm going to say it. He's lazy. And I watched him in this video where they go, like, sometimes interview, like, celebrities and athletes. Like, hey, what's some top things that you travel with in your travel bag? And everybody was just looking at him in the comments. They were like, why does he look like he hasn't seen a gym in, like, two years? And I was just like, oh, my gosh. And then I was reading another comment that was just like, he has more progressive commercials than... He does wins, and I just crack up. I'm just like, but you're right. You're not wrong. Sorry, not sorry. Baker Mayfield, they gave you OBJ because they were just like, they drafted you first-round draft pick, and you haven't performed since then. Now, granted, everybody be like, but they weren't winning any games. Then they drafted Baker Mayfield, and then they started winning games. Okay, but when your advertisement deals start out like weighing your actual wins because of your laziness and then the stuff that comes out your mouth, is just causing so much distraction. Get back to football, bro. Play football. They gave you OBJ. They gave you OBJ, who was like one of the top wide receivers in the game from the Giants. And I'm telling you right now, you you just don't access him on the field like you should. His passing yards have gone down since he went to the Browns. And I'm sitting here like, it's like handing him a Ferrari and he didn't know how to drive it. So that's that. That's me. I digress. That's why I don't like the Browns. There. There you have it. I don't like the Browns because of Baker Mayfield because I feel like he's lazy. That's it. He's probably a great person. I'm not, I'm only talking about football. I'm talking about performance on the field. And also too, sometimes the stuff he says in the press conferences. But anyway, second team is the Redskins. Don't ask me why. I don't know why I don't like the Redskins. I just never have like... I laugh because we have inside jokes in my family, and I I don't know if I want to say any of them. They're quite funny, though, I promise. I've said them to a few coworkers, and we crack up, and they're like, yeah, but I'm not going to say them here. (laughs) But I don't like the Redskins. I don't even, I don't know. I just don't, I don't like them. I like them less than I like the Browns, so that says enough. I don't know why. I just, because I feel like right when I think it's the Redskins time, they never win, and I, I don't know. And then my number one least favorite team, my Lord, I cannot stand the Cardinals. I cannot do it. I don't like them. Every time you play them, it's like penalty central. Like you can't breathe without a penalty, a flag being thrown. Like my gosh, I watched. So I went to a game in Florida when I was in law school to see the Jaguars versus the Cardinals. I was rooting for the Jaguars because I felt like they were the underdog, right? They were playing well. Jaguars is another sneak tip team, by the way. They were playing well. I was like, yo, Jaguars is about to win this game to my friend who doesn't watch football at all, but she went because I wanted to go. And the tickets were like $25. I kid you not. So Cardinals, penalty, like flag was thrown. The Jaguars caught that pass. That would have been a touchdown. But because a flag was thrown, penalty was called, it got withdrawn back. I was so ticked off. I was so pissed. And so was the mascot that he got on his little hover scooter thing, 
rode down the field in rage, jumped off his scooter thing, went up to the Cardinals who were in their little huddle thing and started like throwing his hands up in the air, juggling the ball like, oh, you can't catch nothing. And then threw the ball at them, jumps on his little scooter thing and just rides off. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen. I agree with you. That's why I don't like the Cardinals. It's penalty central over there. You can't play them without a penalty being like being called on your team, flag being thrown. You can't even get through the got darn game. That's why I can't stand them. That's why I don't like them. My opinion probably won't ever change. So those are my top five least favorite teams. Sorry, I get riled up about it. And let me know your top five least favorite. Let me know if you agree with me. Um, There's so many ways to get in contact with me. Leave a comment if you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Shoot me an email, a message. Just go to my website, www.ashleygibbs.com, and you can shoot me a comment from there, and it will come straight to me. Promise. Um, So, again, you enjoyed it? Follow. Subscribe. And leave a comment. Let me know what you guys think. And I'll be back next time because there's more to discuss. Episode five is going to come after this. And we're going to talk more about what the midseason time schedule is going to look like week six. And then I'm going to go over my top five favorite NFL teams and why I love them so much. So again, thank you for joining me. Episode four, Ashley Gibbs with Not Your Average Cheerleader. Bye-bye.